Hey, welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. Before we get into this week's conversation, a few announcements to make. So, first of all, huge thanks to Jim Flager, Marcus Pina, Chris Odom for their support on Patreon. You guys rock. Thank you so much for your support. If you're interested in seeing what's in store for Tap That Easy patrons, check out the page at Patreon. That's P A T. R-E-O-N dot com forward slash tap that A-Z podcast. Also, huge announcement. Super proud to announce very first sponsorship, Goodfellas merch out of Glendale. These guys are awesome. So when I first bought my shirts and hats from them, I had no idea what I was doing. Previous experiences I had with merchandise companies was more of a, you know, give me your design and the shirt that you wanted on and I'll make it happen. Not a bad experience by any means, but Joe took it to a whole nother level we actually met in person sat down i got to throw all of my ideas out to them out to him and then he explained all the options that i had as well as recommendations based on all these years of experience so this included blend of shirts to use with a particular design and color what color of shirt to use to maximize the look of the design best kind of print and yeah there's actually more than one kind of print <laughs> i never realized that but uh with a total of 17 colors in that original logo that I have of the, you know, the two dudes drinking a beer, uh, two skeletons, I should say, not dudes, uh, which it was going to cost way too much to print that. So between him and his team, they recreated that logo to include, it was only made up of six colors. So, and I couldn't even really tell when I looked at the differences, I'm like, dude, this is pretty much the same picture. So awesome. So hope, hoping to get that logo on a shirt soon. Uh, Goodfellas started in 2004. Joe and his wife, uh, Jana, uh, they've grown into the go-to Arizona screen printing company. So their goal is to not only create a happy experience for you, but to leave you impressed with what they do, blown away like they did with me. So they do it with local businesses in mind from their equipment to the garments they use, uh, focused in the music industry, and they specialize in clothing brands. So if you or your business are in need of screen printing, Go to Goodfellas first. You would not be disappointed. Tell them Tap That Easy sent you. And if you use the code Tap That for your purchase or to let them know that I sent you, you're going to get free screens on the first design printed uh, with them until the end of November. So, all right, let's get into it. In this episode, I hang out with Chris and John from Caskworks Distillery in Tempe. Talk about the trials and tribulations of the spirits world and the excitement of opening their tasting room earlier this year. Uh, the spirits world, that's something kind of weird, but uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> Liquor, uh, the good stuff. So let's tap into Caskworks Distillery. All right, so we are at 1920 East University, Suite 105, right next door to Sleepy Dog Brewery, right? Yes. In Tempe. I'm with Chris and John from Caskworks. Dudes, thanks for joining me. Welcome. Yeah, thank you for coming. And John mixed me up some uh, magical cocktail here. John, (laughs) you asked me a question that I've never been asked before. He's like, are you okay with egg whites in your drink? Yeah, right? egg white cocktails, classic <laughs> cocktails. I didn't know that. Yeah, I learned something new. Clover the, Club, Ramos Gin Fizz, um, a good whiskey sour will have egg white in it. Interesting, yeah. So, there's some good stuff out there. Or a good sour, I should say. It doesn't have to be a whiskey sour. And why? Like, what, is, what does the egg white do? Um, it just adds, like, a, a smoothness to it. Um, I, can't, I can't put it into words, but it's, it's just uh, 
like for silkiness. whiskey or sours, for me, it's yeah, like a silkiness. To yeah, because yeah. I can definitely taste that with with this. And you said that you there was an important part at the end where it was a meringue. You wanted to make sure that the meringue. Yeah, so went. that's that's actually with with this one, it it makes like a meringue. So you want that to, to set just a little bit before you put the soda water in, so you can get that little bit of that head above the lip. Yeah, without it flowing out all over your cup. Right. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. No, this was good, man. This was this was fantastic. Because I told you, I said, make me a drink that you would you would drink. Yeah. And you were excited about it. Like, I got just the one. Right? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. my favorite drink, favorite cocktail. So um, take me back to the beginning. Like, how did this all, how did Cask Works start? Um, it, well, started when I worked at another distillery and uh, things weren't going as planned, I guess, or just going a little slow and a little kind of interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> interesting is a good way to put it. Yeah. And, uh, one of the owners, um, there were sisters, um, and their father were doing it. And one of the, one of the sisters was just like, you know what, if you get an opportunity to work at another distillery, you should do that. Um, and I had already talked with a guy, um, that wanted to start a distillery. And, uh, at one point in negotiating with him about doing just a straight up vodka with him, um, he had said, you know, what would it take to get you away from them? And I'm like, money just to open their own place. He goes, okay, well, call me when you're ready. So I did. Um, and he came out, moved out to Arizona and helped get started here. We, uh, um, uh, got myself and then we brought Rick in cause he was trying to open up his own distillery and couldn't do it for some reason cause of the name that he had. Um, and, uh, we had talked about it at one point. And then it's like he's coming up on to go on tour in about eight months. So okay. I was like, why don't you just join us and start a distillery? So he did. So yeah. there was um, – and the first guy that I talked with, his name was Jeff and then uh, Rick. And then got it going, did our build-out. And nice. first releases were Apple Pie and Gin. The first bottling right? when we when we brought Chris in. Yeah, 2015. And then, Chris, you joined in and – Correct. Yes. Enjoyed enjoyed the adventure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The madness. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, well, so but you've been you had been home. Um, is it home brewing, home distilling? Not home bit? distilling. Okay. Uh, I was making mead and uh, beer at home. Okay. So it's 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 illegal to home distill, right? It is. Right? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. people people don't understand that it's it's illegal in pretty much every country except for New Zealand, and I think there's one other country. Oh, really? Uh, okay. So it's not legal in the United States. It, it, danger is it, it's. I mean, it's a dangerous, volatile thing that you're working with. That's right? what they say. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. It, truthfully, yes. If it, yeah. if you get if it catches on fire, it, it's kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. Yeah. But, yeah. I grew up 20 minutes north of uh, West Virginia, so <laughs> I, I know the the chaos that distilling uh, <laughs> can do. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's like been some the... uh, accidents in the past 10 years at some distilleries that have been pretty scary. Oh, wow. So I know one distiller uh, lost his life. Wow. His went up. So. Jeez. Yeah. That's and a that, that distillery point. was actually on the TV show Moonshiners. Oh, really? I, I can't remember the name of it right now, but yeah, they had a pretty bad accident that killed the distillery, unfortunately. Wow. Jeez. Okay. So maybe some yeah. regulation is good, right? Yeah. <laughs> to a point. Not all bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, so 2015 was the first um, first bottle releases, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And you said it was the gin and the apple liqueur. Yep. Apple yeah. pie. Yep. And you've been making that. You said that you've been making that one for a long time, twenty plus years, right? Yeah, about twenty years. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. So, how? Because I've I've known a lot of people. Not a lot of people. I've gone to distilleries. Everybody does whiskey, right? How's liqueur different as far as that process goes? Um, the liqueur. Well, you've got to make your your alcohol base. Okay. Um, so that's 
the similarities there. But making a liqueur, depending on how you how you do it, because you you can do infusions and just throw sugar in. Um, we do a, a cordial style where I'll, I'll make the flavor base first and I'll cook okay. the flavor base. Yeah. Because there's sugar and there's honey and the, you know different sugars and the cinnamon that I want to draw flavor from and some other uh, stuff uh, in that that I want to draw flavors from. So we heat it up and then tell the point where we let it sit uh, while it's at a certain temperature and then finish up, let it cool and add the alcohol to it and let it marry for about a week and then yeah. bottle it. And enjoy yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and it's so good, too. Like, it is a, um, I don't know why, but when I think of liqueur, I think syrupy. Right. Uh, maybe the cheaper liqueurs are syrupy. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. That yeah, is they, not. They do a lot of sugar. Plus, they're usually yeah. about 10 to 14% alcohol, and uh, the apple pie is 25%. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. No artificial ingredients in that. Yeah. yeah. Not gotcha. at all. No koi flavorings. It's really tasty. It's really clean. Yeah. It really is, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm like, ah, it's a, you know, liqueur is a little too sweet. I had that. I'm like, holy shit, that's good. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, really so we, good. We, I refer to it often as dessert in a bottle. It yeah. is, yeah. My wife will love that. Like she, like Christmas time's her favorite time of the year. You know, if it gets down to eighty, she's got on like you know jeans and a blanket on the chair. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> warm up some of that apple liqueur. I might, I might make her day. Uh, but um, so it's interesting uh, because. There's not many people making liqueur right. uh, in, in Arizona, right? right? A lot of spirits, vodka, gin, um, whiskey is most prevalent. I feel right. Yeah. I mean, everybody kind of does the whiskey, but the liqueur—that's a—that was a great addition. Very unique. I drink you it know, all. It's good. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why we we even took it to the next level by barrel aging it, and I think that brings a new level of enjoyment with the apple pie liqueur. Yeah. Because we we have different flavors now. Um, with different uh, bourbon barrels that we've acquired. And each one is unique and different. And it's kind of why we have the ingredients out here uh, today, um, even with the barrel-rested coffee. Yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. We've, we had the very first barrel of uh, apple pie liqueur that we, we made with the Arizona Bourbon Society that went to Superstition Meadery, and they made a, a mead. Yep. Can't remember what it was called. Would you? Double apple. So, well, something, something like that, yeah. Oh, man. So they did so, an apple sizer put into the, the barrel that we had the apple pie in yeah and then i think the barrel went down to a brewery and i unfortunately don't know which brewery it went to oh, uh, gotcha. yeah. i'm thinking yeah. Renhouse, house but i'm not 100 percent sure okay so and so that's just been released uh, the other two barrels arizona wilderness um and then the, the last barrel the buffalo trace we decided to do something uh inside you know in-house yeah and we uh we talked to our good friends at peixoto and we we did some uh barrel aged coffee yeah, and uh, it turned out exceptional. It was really good. It was yeah. a fun experiment, and yeah. um, we look forward to doing that again. I uh, love the name. <laughs> it's five a.m. somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. You never hear that part of it, it's right? It's always like, afterward. Yeah, not something we can use really truthfully. But right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a take on that. It's five p.m. somewhere. Let's drink some beer. You know. right. Right. Exactly. Well, the, with a scent on that too, like the smell of that is great and you let me smell the barrel that it was because there's nothing in that barrel now Correct. right no but you can right. still just smell it and yeah. i just want to take it home yeah, and, and those beans yeah. <laughs> dried that thing out so fast oh really oh, it yeah. was it was it was amazing yeah <laughs> it made it made it really easy for disassembly to get the beans out really I yeah tell you that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah to take the barrel apart to get the beans out yeah oh really yeah why why like what was it because it is it if you try to do it just from the bunghole it would just 
it take plug long. up and take forever. Yeah, oh, really? Takes a gotcha. long time. A lot of shaking. Oh, so yeah. So I just basically pulled an end off and scooped <laughs> <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> nice. Saved so much time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, so so 2015 was the first bottle release, but there was a there's a gap between the bottle release or the the when the first bottles came out and when you guys opened this place up because this hasn't been open since yeah or for what 15. May you said yeah, yeah. end yeah. of last week of May yeah super yeah. excited to have this open now it's yeah. something that we've been desiring for a long time and we've yeah. talked about um, it's been a lot of work a lot of effort a lot of struggles to make it happen but here we are and we're super happy with it yeah. Um, you know, it, it's been important uh, component to you know growing Castworks. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've had tremendous success, and you know, thankfully, all our customers and friends who supported us, um, you know, with restaurants and and you know, retail locations across the state. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it has been tremendous, and in some ways, maybe a little backwards because we were focused mostly on wholesale, so uh, we we really didn't have this front, the storefront where we could you know talk to people and we could sell retail here yeah and get people uh realizing that they actually like gin right yeah right. yeah um right. as we explained to our gin board which is around the corner um yeah that, that is something that we hear quite often when we're doing tastings at events and it's you know i don't like gin we're, we're not big gin drinkers uh, uh it's that whole pine tree thing and um we, we just accept that as a challenge, and we we'll yeah. encourage them. This is not a kind of gin that you might have you know, taken from mom and dad's cabinet when you were younger. Not that it ever happened. I have no idea. I never did so, that. Nope. Um, but you know, when you do that, you know, it's a modern-style gin. It's very refreshing. And um, a lot of times people are like, I don't like gin. I'll drink your gin, though. And, yeah. Um, so we have a, we'll take your picture and we'll ask you to autograph and we post it up on the wall. So <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. it's yeah. been a lot of fun. We have customers that come in and it's so funny because same thing, you know, Oh no, I can't do gin. I can't know. Yeah. And then you ask why. Yeah. And lo and behold, they're, they'll try it and they're like, Oh my gosh, right. I like this. Yeah. It's <laughs> not right. like this. I like, yeah. So the ones that just say, I, I just drink vodka. I'm not going to try gin. Well, just, just try it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I'll try a cocktail with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you turn around to go get it, and you're just like, yeah. Damn yeah. right. Yeah, yeah no. Where's the camera? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said there was one lady in, uh, in particular that, like, that's, like, her drink now, right? Yeah. She comes in, and that's, that uh, says a lot. Well, yeah, nice couple, and uh, they're, they're um, you know, we're new to the area, and, and there's a lot of um, residents nearby who, who have discovered us, and they're excited that we're here, and so they stopped in, and, and that was the first story. It was like, oh, oh, gin, yeah. What do you have for vodka? And so yeah. we started talking, and then we just inquired a little bit further. And said, you know, what is it about gin you don't like? Oh, I just, bad experience. I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah. Um, you know, so we did. We got her to try it, and now she's a big fan of the gin buck, oh, um, which is another thing that we've been doing um, is, um, you know, going more the traditional name style, namesake. And uh, educating people about how drinks, you know, came about. Like Wait, say the, that again. Like a drink, Jim uh, Buck. Yeah. What is that? So it's basically like you know Moscow Mule. Yeah. Vodka, ginger beer, a little yep. bit of lime. The that that name didn't come out until like the fifties for a uh, what Moscow a, Mule. A, yeah. Okay. It was a marketing thing. I think it was with yeah. Russian Standard and some other some uh, ginger beer company. Before that, it was called a Buck. So okay. a Buck would be whiskey, brandy, gin, vodka. Whatever spirit you want with ginger beer and lime. Yeah. That's so, yeah. yeah. Um, Since the mid 1800s. 
Oh wow, gotcha. Yeah, so you guys reverting back to that, like you said, paying homage to the 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 original drink, kind of. Yeah, the name. Yeah. So we're just we want to educate. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, people yeah. see, I see it all the time. It's like, oh, I want a whiskey mule or something like that, and I'm like. <laughs> and and you're into it too like yeah. i can tell like you're you know the you know you have to kind of i guess tread that line of like all right oh, i wanted to correct you so bad but sure yeah i'll grab you <laughs> one of those yeah. no i think i think it's great because i i was the same like i never liked gin same the same description christmas tree right it's right. but i realized for the longest time it's not the gin that i didn't like um well maybe it was this kind of gin i was drinking but it was also more the tonic because I'd get headaches. So oh. much sugar in the tonic. You know, I didn't yeah. ever realize that. Yeah. yeah, there's some of the older tonics had a lot of sugar. And I know cause our tonic doesn't I don't think has a whole lot of sugar. I know there's sugar in it, but it's not a whole lot. So Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know the exact contents of it, but it's a yeah. super great tonic water. What the what tonic water you guys use? We use Fever Tree Mediterranean tonic. Uh, that's yeah. what I have to. And we also I get have like the like the Colonial Club or that cheap shit. That's my problem. I do that at home too sometimes. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and then we also have a, a bitter lemon tonic and you know light tonic for people that want a tonic with less sugar. But yeah, I'll, nice. You know, it was just requested once, and yeah. I think we've only poured two cocktails with it. Yeah, but it's you know it's some it's, people are like oh you have uh, yeah diet. it's available yeah so yeah. people are like yeah I'll take it <laughs> right um, and and that's been the fun is is experimenting and and. You know, you know, getting crafty, you know, behind the counter, so to speak, with yeah. the ingredients, and um, and so you know, people come in. Um, you know, oftentimes they are looking for something different, something unique. Um, they want to know more about our spirits, but then we also take it, you know, maybe the next step, and we do some unique um, cocktails that yeah. we'll craft. And um, I, like one is um, what the tea gin limeade. Yeah. It's kind of uh, yeah. gaining uh, the White Russian, which is really just this week. Had a guy. I, I was told to come here. I have to have the White Russian. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's, it's a White Russian made with fresh coffee instead of Kahlua. Yeah. So. Ooh, nice. nice. So um, it's really been popular. So it's been yeah. a lot of fun. And so um, what we've been doing in the last probably six weeks, um, we've been trying to you know pick an ingredient and we'll focus on that for that week. Uh, as a special yeah and so we've had watermelon um, we've done blackberry and um, you know we last week was another great one where this is you know another one outside the area of um, ingredients that we've done but this was ice cream and so we had the apple pie liqueur with a uh, local brandy uh, and uh, we did some chocolate uh, caramel salted sauce chocolate sauce and and we glazed a glass with that and blended up the ice cream with the apple pie liqueur brandy and it was a delicious treat it sounds really good it was was so good because when we first did that the testing the first one i made i'm like oh yeah yeah then we got the salted chocolate and uh, syrup put it in there and i'm like oh that's even better oh man right (laughs) yeah so not so not only come here for an after dinner drink but come here for dessert as well right yeah combo yeah that that week yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and that was that was just a variation for of like a a brandy alexander since we've got the brandy uh made down in elgin um and i did an uh cocktail with apple pie brandy and cream okay so the apple pie takes the place of the chocolate liqueur that you would get in, in a br- normal brandy alexander yeah so it, and it came out that that cocktail is even really good so yeah well i mean i mean i've been educated just in the you know hour or so that i've been here about all the different <laughs> type of things that like 
and, and looking at your menu, like just the different drinks you guys have, that's, that's really cool. And you had mentioned Chris location, right? You guys are in a really good location. Yes. Like this is, it's easy to find, um, super populated area. Right. I right. mean, so this is, uh, how's, how's that treating you? Uh, good. Really good. I mean, it's nice to be on frontage road with the university drive clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, it's it's something where we're new. It's summer months. It's typically the slow season. Yeah. We've definitely have been seeing uh, an increase in traffic and uptick in that. And uh, we anticipate as the snowbirds start to come back, uh, exp- that expanding even further. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, f- we're super glad that we have the tasting room open. It's not super big, but uh, but it's going to be perfect size for us, I think. Yeah. Because the big... F- the big thing that we wanted to do with having the station room is being able to have that, you know, conversation with people, you know, not get letting it get too big where people don't aren't afraid to ask questions or, you know, want to uh, learn more. Yeah. You can come in, they can, they feel comfortable and wanting to, or asking or exploring and, and get a chance to talk to the distillers, you know, someone who's making it. Yeah. Um, so it's not, not just you come in and get a drink and you go. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. like, I have a question. No, get out. Like, right. Right. <laughs> we're well, here to just give you a drink. Yeah. No. We yeah. definitely want to add to the experience and then educate them a little bit about who we are, what we're doing, and why. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the key was experience, right? Because I, I feel like that that's um, a lot of people that I have interactions with through, through this show, whether it's craft breweries, you know, craft coffee, craft distilleries, they're, it's experience, right? They're focused on the experience over than, like, the... Um, I guess, for lack of a better term, the body's coming through, right? They're just right. not like, hey, let's just keep people. No, it's like, let's have make people have a good experience, you know? Yes. And then they tell their friend, hey, dude, go to Caskworks and get a white Russian, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah which so, is happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's awesome, though, because you guys are creating a great experience. Um, it's a great tap room. Um, it's, yeah, I think it's, I think it's perfect. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah um, it's, it, it is cool just to have that because when, when you can go to a place and, you know, have a good classic style cocktail, but it's like, oh, you know, then you also learn about the alcohol that goes into the cocktail. Yeah. And, right. um, and if, you know, we know the history of it, we'll tell you the history of the cocktail too. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, I, I never thought that I would do, you know, be behind a bar bartending. It's like, I just wanted to be in the back warehouse making liquor. I didn't want to. <laughs> you don't want to have to deal with people, right? <laughs> no, yeah. but it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I've told him, it's like, yeah, it, you know, this is, this is fun. Yeah. I, I like it. And when we first started, we were like nervous, like, okay, this is going to be busy. And I mean, how are we going to do this? And now it's like, ah, yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's We've awesome. We've definitely gotten more comfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was, At the beginning, little, you weren't so comfortable. It was like, oh, oh my yeah. Goodness. yeah. Behind a bar, I'm like, man, that's not what we were here for. <laughs> right. All both of you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, we managed it quite well. And yeah. Um, you know, it, we don't envision that we'll be behind there forever. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. that that will change, and and uh, but then that'll allow us to have that interaction with the customers even more so that we wanted. Um, even just take a step back, like the tea gin. Um, that's one of the great things. So on our menu, we just have a gin category, but you can order the gin drink in one of two flavors: a regular gin or the tea gin. Okay. The tea gin's a great story that came about, um, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, so the Ramos Gin Fizz is one that we like with the tea gin. Um, I think give props to our great friend in Prescott who turned us on to that drink uh, oh, with yeah, the Bob. tea gin. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, but the tea gin came about because of Citizen Public House out of Scottsdale. They were buying oh, a regular okay, yeah. gin. Yeah. 
and infusing our gin with tea. They're having a real difficulty time, a difficult time with the cloudiness of the gin and its consistency. So they once came they to would us. put the tea in, yeah, okay, in yeah. the gin, yeah. It just and, wasn't an attractive cocktail, right? <laughs> right. It, it, and it was not, you know, uh, and the cloudiness, right, would be very, it would very. Uh, so, more importantly, they came to us and said, "Hey, is it possible you can make a gin that's infused with tea that's clear?" Yeah. And so they yeah. gave us a flavor profile, what teas, what teas that they use, and what they would want, and we went off of that and made seven, 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 seven yeah. different batches, and Rick was try them all and. Crazy yeah. behind the bar and and uh, making up that that blend. Oh, and uh, in yeah, the, in yeah. the back doing the different different distillations. Yeah, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it, that's the experimenting coming up with a with a spirit that's like 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 the tea gin or yeah. even just even the gin. It, it's it's a lot of fun. Just coming yeah. up, then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Then we can just make it a regular thing, and we've got it down. We've yeah. got it set. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's and so, so good too. It's right. really and, good. And so we, you know, we took it to them, and they picked a blend that they liked best, and, and that's why. Then, and so on our TGIN bottles, you'll notice our numbering scheme is CPH in the beginning, and that's Citizen Public House. So oh, interesting. Okay. The, the reason for that. Yeah. Why we do that. That's pretty cool, though, because, I mean, obviously you guys have created a culture where um, they feel comfortable coming to you, right? And Because... I'm sure they could approach other people like, dude, no, that's what we make. Figure it out. You're, you guys were excited about it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, let's do it. Yeah. Let's, let's right. figure this out. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what we've done. And, um, and so that's, that's one of the ways the tea gin you know, or the gin expanded. So when we did the gin and apple pie, the tea gin was the next bottle out. Um, and then from there it was vodka. Okay. Yeah. And vodka was another fun story that was really customer driven. Demand. People yeah. wanted, they wanted their vodka, right? They wanted their vodka. <laughs> yeah, because when, when we were first starting this, I, I kept saying to everyone, I'm, I just don't want to make vodka again. I don't want to do it. Why? Because you made so much of it? And it's, it was... Vodka is one of the hardest uh, cells I was for, say. for really? liquor. What do you mean by that? Because you did say that in the back, and there's, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, There's about probably about 1,500 vodka brands out there. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, when was the last time you've been to the vodka aisle? <laughs> yeah, right. Which one do I yeah, want? Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. So, like Trader Joe's has a vodka. Like every, yeah. It's, yeah, everybody's got their house vodkas and stuff. So it's like, yeah. well, I don't want to do it, but I don't remember who it was. They're just like, you know what? Everything you make's really awesome. I know if you guys do a vodka, it's going to be badass. So yeah. just try it. And we did, and everybody's like, yep, all right, cool. <laughs> John's like, damn badass. it, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, the, the best thing we could do is try to, you know, uh, yeah, the restaurants are asking for it, but yeah. um, it's not a bottle that is priced really well for them so it makes it uh, difficult so it is really customer friendly because yeah. it's, it's within the same price margins that we sell everything else at okay um, yeah but it, it's difficult for you know more of the restaurant establishments yeah on the yeah, wholesale level a lot of them are buying six seven dollar bottles of vodka to uh, put yeah. behind the bar so yeah. it's like well all right and well, we well, the it. reason you guys did it though was because of the customer right so if if yep. and they demanded it and now that's that's who's buying it, right? right? right. Yeah. yeah. So if we get yeah. more customers to buy, then we can help the restaurants. Out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Reduce the price point. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. um, one thing I was going to talk about too, I kind of forgot about this is, uh, so the apple pie liqueur, we talked about that, but you were saying that people are like making like sauces and stuff out of this. Yes. Uh, well, um, you know, uh, we've had some great relationships along the way and, and some wonderful things have, have come about from that. One in particular was uh, Little Miss Barbecue in Tempe. Was making a barbecue uh, sauce. Phoenix. 
or Phoenix, Tempe, yeah. Phoenix, wherever. No, it's, yeah. they're, they're right Phoenix. on the line. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. Yeah. Um, I've never been there, too. I'm embarrassed to say. Right. Like, I still oh, haven't, haven't stood in line for that. I know. You have to. I've been down there. It's really, yeah. <laughs> their it's, food is so good. It's, yeah. It is. And it's a you know, small little place. And, um, you know, they focus on their barbecue. And they made a great sauce. Um, another great place, the Sweet Republic, is doing an ice cream cakes. Ooh, nice. uh, they get the uh, apple pile of corn. They make some ice cream cakes with that. And uh, they do, they've been doing that for the last few years. Yeah, um, we've had chefs from all over the state do some incredible culinary, you know, delights is how we explain it. Yeah, uh, desserts to glazes, uh, pulled pork. Um, so, it, man, um, Craig, Craig did his. Uh, he, he bought an, uh, an apple tart one day. Oh, and yeah. really? It was just like, here we made this with the apple pie. You know, try it. Let us know what you think. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah so my, my first experience with the apple pie was ribs off a of Volkswagen engine. So oh, yeah. they were they were reheated. They were reheated off the engine. Wait a minute, I think we we can't just glaze over that. What? Glazed over that? That was good. I like Rick, that. Rick, Rick, and uh, a friend they they did a uh, a glaze on pork ribs. Okay, and yeah. he was just like, "Oh, you gotta try, it, you gotta try it." And we're like, "Well, we're going out to Tucson the next day. Why don't you just bring some and you know we'll heat them up somewhere?" And he's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And we get where we're meeting so he can meet up with us and drive down down to Tucson. And he goes, well, I put this, this rib, this uh, rack of ribs wrapped up in aluminum foil and some other stuff on the engine block right here. So we're here by the, by the turbo, basically, oh, real nice and hot. Genius, and we're like, man, right? We're like, what? So and we, he just opened it up, and we unwrapped it with the hood open and we started eating ribs out of the engine. Oh, People were great. like, what the hell are they doing? But, man, it was so good. Oh, man. So good. So good. That's like some Clint Eastwood or, like, Charles Bronson type stuff, right? I'm going to cook these ribs. The Wild West, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, we've had – you know, great things like that, and uh, we hope to continue that. Uh, just recently, we did uh, like a, for Father's Day, we did a tasting at a retirement home, oh, and, yeah, you, and you know, that. so the chefs from that retirement community came down, and um, they did a pulled pork dinner, and then they did a nice little apple tart dessert, and with that, we we accompanied it with our, our apple uh, apple pie old fashioned or old fashioned apple pie, uh, and then uh, we did the apple pie ginger beer for dessert, and so it was really. Really nice reception for the fathers. It was unique and some completely they had not experienced before. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Well, and and that transition into the food aspect of it too, mm-hmm. right? You you guys have somebody pretty badass helping you guys out with the food part, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Craig, Craig's uh, awesome. Dude, Craig is the best. Yeah, uh, Fire and Forage has been wonderful supporter, and and for us with the tasting room, um, we don't want to. We knew we needed to have something to offer uh, food wise. But uh, we need to focus on the cocktail and sure. the drinks. Yeah. So Craig came in and really helped out. Craig and Judd, they came in, helped us out, um, and, and got us started. Craig's really taken care of us since, and, and it's just been wonderful to work with them because uh, they made it simple for us where we can have a nice charcuterie board, a cheese board with you know prosciutto and some pulled beer pork, cured pork, and oh, wow. some gouda, smoked gouda. And, and so the breads from Noble and, and some yeah. other uh, bread companies and the roasted tomatoes and a lot of it's locally grown and, and harvested and so it's been just a, a real fun and yeah. uh, and it complements our, our cocktail menu nicely yeah so so is so that's kind of the um you got charcuterie board you have uh what what all 
is encapsulated with the food menu. So you, basically, it's a um, uh, it's a a la carte menu, and you can just okay. pick and choose different items that you oh, like. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and we've been changing it up. We've had some feta cheeses, some mozzarella, uh, some lazy goat cheese, which was wonderful. Um, then we have gouda, smoked gouda, roasted tomatoes, roasted beets. Uh, we did have pickled vegetables at one point. Pickled vegetables, Ooh, yeah. Nice. Unfortunately, I, you know, we had one customer that really liked them when we took them off the menu. But um, <laughs> they're pissed. We, yeah. Come well, on. no, we'll work on that. Yeah. We, we, we gave her an IOU. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the, the bread with uh, spaghetti squash marmalade oh. and uh, the berry mastrada. And usually we have, we'll have caper berries, but we've been out of caper berries. Yeah. And then uh, what are the olives? olives. Castle Ventralo. Castle. Oh, I always get that wrong. Castle Ventrano olives. Okay. Really good olives. Red chilies and olive yeah. oil. And yep. It's, yeah, tasty. If, if Craig touches it, I'm, I'm eating it. I don't give right? a shit. That's yeah. how I feel. Right? Yeah. When he yeah. says, hey, you want to try it? I'm like, just don't yeah. even ask. You yeah. just hand me something. Bring it in. What is this? This is a roof rat from, uh, <laughs> you know, from Kingman. Slow <laughs> <Sure>. roasted. <laughs> yeah. We use your apple pie liqueur. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Done. Yeah. No, that's that's cool, man. And you guys are connecting with a lot of a uh, uh, lot of great people. Like it's helping to build this this up and creating a reputation for you guys. Um, um, I don't know if you get, you guys know Mark Semler. Mark yes. was yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's a regular, huge advocate. Yeah. <laughs> like how do I word this correctly? Yeah, yeah yes. wait, he's got a picture right there. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm with taking the, a picture. That's going to be the, the picture for this actual uh, nice, episode. Nice. I hope Mark likes There's that. One gentleman <laughs> cradling a bottle too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh that like, was yeah. Because he, he's he's one of the ones that he's like I don't like gin at all. Yeah. And he yeah. tried it and he goes, Oh my gosh, I think this is my new favorite thing. I'm pretty sure that that day he posted something too that was like like. Everybody go to Caskworks today. Like he was <laughs> yeah. like shouting from the rooftops about yeah, you guys. Mark, yeah. And he's been a huge supporter since. Mark's great too. I, oh, I, yeah. I love Mark. Yeah. Um, but you guys are creating this That's little wonderful. tribe of, of supporters, of people that are, you know, um, supporters of what you guys are doing. I think that's great. It's a good sign that you guys are doing good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. What's next? Like where, where, where do you guys see this going? Because you guys are already in uh, stores, right? A lot of stores. For, yeah, right? Tucson to Flagstaff. Yeah. Some great fine establishments all over the state. Um, you know, right down the street, a House of Tricks and oh, yeah, nice. Tower Bells, Wrigley Mansion, Citizen Public House, um, yeah. Meridium. And, and just, you know, the list is, goes on. And, and a lot of times you can find, you know, actually you can go to our website and find where we are located. Okay. Uh, a lot of great retail establishments. The next step for us really is is whiskey. Um, it's a goal. That's what we really wanted to start out with. Um, so we feel like we haven't met that goal yet. Okay. And, uh, yeah. It is on our priority list. Yep. And, and it, it is something that we've decided to to do more traditionally as well. So even if we start it today, it's going to be a year or more out before uh, we can release okay. anything. At least the barrel aged yeah. stuff. Because I still want I want to do some white stuff just so you know, like an unaged whiskey, just so you know, hey, this is. This is the before the barrel, and this is after the barrel, just so you can have those comparisons. That comparison, Because a, yeah. a lot of people really like that. That's just another part of the experience of having a liquor, basically, a yeah. spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Of knowing it's that life cycle, right? It's the I love tasting beers out of the out of the um, the bright tanker like before it's even ready. Right, They're like, oh, right, dude, it's not carbonated. Right. I'm like, I don't care. Right. Yeah, I want to I want to taste <laughs> this, like the raw, most fresh. You know. I think about it. yeah trip. Yeah, yeah. I, that's always uh, my first thought, too, because we got to, when we were at Sierra Nevada, we did a beer with them. To, it was a regeneration. 
Yeah, regeneration was the name. It was a saison we oh, did with yeah, our yeah. our uh, nice. gin botanicals in it, and it was so good. It, so, yeah. But while we were there, and they, we did the tour, and they're like, "Here, here's the the freshest celebration you'll ever have. It just came off the filter, not yeah. even no. It wasn't in a bright tank to to be bottled or anything or yeah. for, for the final rest, you know. But it's rare, and we were just like, "Oh, this is so good. Is it the best? Now I can't have a bottle of." celebration because it's not as I fresh. Know. Yes. <laughs> Although I didn't enjoy that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Even in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens though, right? When you can test, uh, taste the freshest like um, beer, spirits, whatever it is, it spoils you, yeah. right? So that's the biggest thing that I pass on to my friends. I'm like, dude, you're becoming a beer snob. I'm like, not really. Like, I'm not freshness snob is what it is, right? So right. I have all of my friends trained now. I'm like, dude, look at the dates on those beer cans right and people are texting me dude this this has been on the shelf for a year i'm like right wow yeah so Dang. it's not a true reflection of what um i was telling a friend the other day everything you see on the wall there there's a reason it's on the wall that's a good beer right you might not like it might not be your style but if you taste one that tastes really bad if you look at the date guarantee it's it's bad it's right. older yeah, yeah. especially right. at the big stores right. you know they don't they don't do that but that's my little tangent, so uh, thanks for listening to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's why we enjoy the spirit world a little bit more. Yeah, it's true. No expiration date. Yeah. So. Gin's yeah. been sitting on the shelf for five years. It's unfortunate, but it still tastes the same. Yeah. Right. I'm not happy about that at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be happy if I saw that. I'd be like, <laughs> why is that? That's a batch yeah, two sitting here, bottle. and we're at batch 30? I mean, <laughs> why? What happened? Can I talk to the manager, yeah, please? Yeah. What not the doing hell? Job here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, one thing I was going to ask you guys too about uh, is uh, the Blind Pig Club. It's something on the website, right? Yeah, that's yeah. we actually have not started that yet. So okay. that's that's an idea um, that we first started out, and we actually we've got a list of people that are going to be like members right off the bat when we start this. So that okay. will be when we're able to do uh, whiskeys and stuff, or even just gotcha. one-off um, spirit releases. We we want to those people to be invited first. Okay. Um, it's like actually our neighbors down the road where they have got their, their, what do they call it? The adventurers club. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So yep. that's, that's, we, we've had this idea for, I don't know, since we've had it for about five years and it's been on our books. We just haven't started it yet. Okay. Um, gotcha. and now that we've got the tasting room and, uh, when we start getting more stuff going, you know, I want to get that going and it'll be a mailing list. Hey, we're doing this release you guys are invited or you know we're going to do a a dinner for the blind pig blind pigs club um come down you know since there's a basically it's like a membership so um if we do a dinner yeah um, that'll be like a set price and then you get a huge discount on a bottle of nice whatever we're releasing at the time yeah uh before it goes to the rest of the public gotcha so okay that's what that is and we just we haven't uh haven't done anything with it yet like we should but but if people keep an eye on your website they'll kind of see updates and, and things like yeah, that the yeah the website and social okay. media uh, instagram facebook stuff like that okay gotcha yeah which is basically just what i tell everybody all the time anyways right just watch right. us on social media you'll right. figure it out <laughs> yeah. yeah right it's the best way for us to communicate right now sure yeah well plus in in the video you guys did too there's oh. on the website the the card trick yeah our man ryan here yeah uh ryan making and, some pretty and, badass and, movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> my buddy troy did a really great job it was a wonderful thing and yeah. uh you know that concept came about and it was presented and we we're like let's do it absolutely yeah. um there was really no hesitation it was right. more of like, <laughs> what do we yeah. have to do right. i think when, when he first showed me i was just like what the how did yeah okay i like let's do that <laughs> so um, witchcraft what's going on right, right. i was like how did you do that he's like, i'm not gonna tell you right oh, 
<laughs> I think about that one customer that was here when we were filming, uh, and we did do many, many takes. Yeah. And that was you know, one of those things where and I'll, I'll show people. And I just, well, I'm, that was funny. So I just recently uh, presented that commercial uh, at the university where I graduated from. And, um, you know, working with Ryan, it was just one of the great talking pieces. But, again, as I told them, this was, you know, after – X number of shots. It was a one-time thing. No film editing involved. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a legitimate experience that he was trained by from a professional magician who, yeah. you know, gave him high praise for what he had accomplished. And, and so we're very happy with what how that turned out. And the music yeah. from uh, Adam and the Flood was wonderful. Paul yeah. Gartner was a magician. Um, it's called Unshuffled. And but yeah, so um, great, great. Great stuff. It's so, on your homepage, right? It uh, is right on the homepage of the website. You yeah. can. Uh, it's on Facebook. It's on our uh, website. It's actually on our YouTube channel. Okay. As well. Yeah, you guys have to check that out. It's pretty. Okay. It's pretty cool. Like, because you don't see his face. It's just the card trick and the music. It's just a great combo. Right. Like uh, that's yeah. Yeah. It's one of the best commercials I've seen for like a, uh, a craft beverage type of place and yeah. it's different right yeah it's something absolutely. that you hadn't seen before and and uh, we did have a phrase for a little while there about you know how magical you got a spirit can't get more magical than this and yeah here we are doing magic tricks so <laughs> right. uh, yeah. it just seemed funny oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, when we first did the vodka it, it, it was uh <laughs> it was just we had a little bit of fun with this because uh uh we got a, a denial on our label because of the word pure in and in the description and it was just pure wheat vodka and we're like what let's just do something ridiculous so we sent i i, I we didn't yeah, have so any we, uh printed up but it was we sent it over <laughs> this this one story on the label saying it was uh filtered through unicorn horn <laughs> blended down tears. with baby <laughs> angel tears and it was just ridiculous yeah. absolutely ridiculous and they approved, and approved. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like oh we should use this and then yeah. Uh, I made a classic mistake. Yeah. Sent the wrong one over, but the wrong yeah. one. it worked. <laughs> Keep an eye out on those bottle label, folks. Ah, yeah. It'll be on the next rendition. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll, as soon as we get through this batch, because, you know, they're pricey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll wind up on a bottle. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 I, awesome. I can't wait, because it was just such a ridiculous story. It was yeah. funny, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I loved it. And when they approved it, we're all yeah. like, what? We took the word pure out. But we pure, like, why you know. not pure, but like angel unit, a horn, or right. whatever. Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, horns. where'd you get that? Right. <laughs> I, I've been looking for unicorn horns. Yeah. <laughs> I found a couple price points on the black market, but, uh, you know. How would you used expensive. to grind it down? Right yeah. now? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> so uh, one thing you were telling me about, too, is really cool. Um, is There's a barrel in the back that you, yes. you, you said it has a special special place that it's um, going. Yes. Uh, and I know you can't share a whole lot, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, correct. Thank you. Um, it is well. The whole thing has been wonderful, right? Yeah. So we got the barrel, and uh, we aged our apple pie liqueur, and then from there we wanted to do the coffee, and Peixoto helped us. So from there, uh, a friend of mine approached us and um, wants to do. So it's going to be a decorative piece uh, to a game room that's coming, and that'll be opening up real soon. Yeah. And um, yeah, pay attention to our Facebook page, pay attention to our website. We'll be promoting it soon. Uh, but basically, um, it's going to be take a step back in time, the Prohibition era. It's a speakeasy um, using a Castworks-themed kind of event. And uh, it's a it's an escape room. So you're going to have to get out before you get caught from, uh, from the ATF or whatever. Uh, what would what they call it? Got to get away from revenues, man. So, um, <laughs> Is that what they were back in the day? Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, so, TTB, uh, I, yeah. They, I can't 
remember Elliot Ness style or, guys. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, it's yeah. it's gonna be real exciting. We can't wait. We'll have some props and some you know. I I think and, when we go do this, we need to invite Roger. Yeah, right. He was a consultant with us. He was the director of the TTB for 15 years. Oh, so really? I was like, he lives in Gilbert, and it's like I think he would he would probably have fun with that. Yeah. So oh, you, I, now like, you're no longer revenue. You are a moonshiner. Yeah. Trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, or, all right. <laughs> you could have him as the actual guy that like comes in if people don't get out right, on time because he'd oh, know how that, to execute that. That right? would be funny. Yeah, and he would like just be able to spout out like the jargon that you would need. To, right. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right? a good idea. I like right. that idea. So. Yeah. You could really take it far, right, and really arrest we're, people. We're yeah. have some fun with it and yeah. we're real happy to be a part of this and yeah another way for us to you know get out there and do different things yeah you know, and, absolutely and, and just you know spread the word of castworks and then help other organizations as well yeah Along keep, the way. keep making good drinks too guys yeah. awesome. appreciate yeah. it thank you absolutely so um anything else you want to share anything else you uh, I feel like we covered everything pretty much, right? Yeah, I think I know. I, uh, we definitely appreciate everybody's support, and yeah. you know, uh, we wouldn't be here without them. So we 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 really do appreciate you know everybody and what they've done to uh, to support Castworks, and we're going to continue to do our best and 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 make quality products. You know, using the fine ingredients that we showed you back there earlier, and yeah, and just continue to try to do as much as we can to to uh, yeah. Appeal to people's senses, really. And make good shit, right? Right? Yeah. Right? yeah and laugh <laughs> along the way, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. there's some, there's some stuff awesome. that we're, we're thinking about doing that's going to be, you know, in the unique sense. And then when we get the whiskeys out, we'll, I mean, there's going to be more than just whiskey. It's, we're going to be multiple different kinds. Bourbon, you know, bourbon being one style. And then sure. just the different mash bills for different style whiskeys. So I, I just, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. so exciting because that's going to be, I mean, that'll be a grain-to-bottle experience for us, and, and that's going to be something that's grown. All, that'll be 100% Arizona, I think. Yeah. Oh, so nice. it's is pretty exciting. So. Yeah, since we got the local malting company here now in Arizona. Sanagua. Sanagua, yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, the farmer that we use for our uh, heritage grains that we want to use. Nice. So can't wait. Yeah, I can tell he's just yeah. like, John's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks. I, I really appreciate this. Um, great place, great drinks, awesome people. Appreciate cool. it. Awesome. Thank you very thanks. much. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, as always, thanks for listening to the show and for your support and getting Arizona craft beverages on the map. I love supporting anything local Arizona but especially beer. You know me, I love the beer. So my goal is to help Arizona become a craft beer destination, and you can help too. So exposure is something that is usually most difficult when you're creating content. So any help I can get to get exposure, uh, to get these episodes and this content in front of more people, getting that show in front of more people is going to help to grow not only the show, but in turn, help Arizona craft beer, craft beverages grow as well. So a simple rating and review on iTunes really works wonders to help the show and Arizona get that, you know, that expanded exposure. So if you know how to do that, great. And you want to do that, please do so. But if you're unsure of how to do that, just follow the link in the show notes. Thanks again. Always remember, stay awesome.
Billy Keys on the keyboards. Yeah.